All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting to the middle of January, which means we are, man, just a little over a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting. Can't believe it. Especially with the weather the way it is, it's always difficult to envision baseball being around the corner, but it is around the corner for us here on the home of the Cardinals KMOX. Uh, Nate Gadder is in for Amy Marks Cores. I'm Chris Ranji, and it is time to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line today. We are joined by part of the broadcast team along with uh, John Rooney and Rick Horton and others. It is Mike Claiborne who visits with us from the Cardinals Caravan. Where are you, Mike? Springfield, Missouri. What's going on in Springfield, Missouri? How's the the weather down there? It's it's 20 degrees. Wind chill factor brings it down to five. Is it really 20? 21 degrees. Oh, my gosh. It's like like double that here. I know. When we left this morning, it was 47 degrees. We got here, it was 21. Oh, man. We are, I'm telling you, this winter weather is basically missing us. It is just pounding everybody else. I mean, we're going to get it, what, Sunday, Monday. It'll be cold. But yeah. uh, all that other stuff, we're missing. Yeah, you, 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 uh, count your blessings. Trust me. It is no joke here. <laughs> I was going to say, Claves does not sound too good. Well, you know what? This time next week, I'll be in sunny Jupiter, Florida. So if I can get through the day, I'll be all right. So speaking of uh, the winter weather, that leads me to NFL playoffs, in particular, the Kansas City Chiefs. They will have a temperature of minus two at kickoff tomorrow against the Dolphins. Uh, Wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. The wind chill is supposed to have the temperature at about negative 35 at kickoff tomorrow. How awful is that, Klaibs? Pretty bad, but here's the question. Do you practice outdoors to get yourself used to it, or do you try and stay as warm as you can during the course of the week? I don't know the answer. What do you think? I don't know. I, I would probably stay indoors. Yeah, you probably can get more done, but the bottom line is, you know, the elements are going to have a play. It's going to have a say-so, and so you might as well go out there. But if you're the Dolphins, you know, this is like they might as well be on on Jupiter or Mars or some other planet because none of those guys are going to be used to what they're going to deal with tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be all right. Yeah, Ranji was uh, before the show dismissing the uh, the claim that the Dolphins have the kind of offense that doesn't travel well because uh, – Maybe because they're from Miami, maybe because they throw the ball so much, maybe because they got some guys who are maybe a little injury prone to begin with. Do, do you buy that, Klebs, or, or you think no, uh, no such you thing? Know, I, I think that all those things go into play. Um, you just got to tough it out. I mean, everybody's hurt this time of the year, so that's not a, that's not a big issue. Um, maybe you change up a few things offensively. Maybe you run the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, but yeah, I just think at this time of the year, you just, you, you shorten the playbook and you just go out and just play, you go with the things, you know, you can get away with, and then you have a wrinkle or two somewhere along the way. But the, the key is like in any postseason, you can't turn the ball over. Yep. Got to be careful. 
Yeah, and I, I don't really believe that players who play in colder weather environments uh, in the NFL are, are more equipped to handle it when it gets cold. Because a lot of all these guys are from different places. How many times did Brett Favre beat you, Raj? How many times did Brett Favre beat you? Brett Favre's from like Georgia or He's from Mississippi. Mississippi but yeah. still, some guys so are better equipped, hot, clearly. Well, what I'm saying is it's not like just because you're from a particular area or you play in a particular area doesn't mean you're better at playing in cold weather. But you don't think it would shock the system a little bit more if you'd been living in Miami this, you know, for years? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Do they no, all of a sudden go to there, zero degrees? You don't live there all year. I guess. And, and you play, and you play you half your season in other places. And you have to take this into account. How often do you deal with this? What, maybe twice a season if you're right. playing in cold weather environment? Most of the time it's you, you're playing in something that we're all accustomed to. So I think it's more mind over matter than anything else. I think that if you have the right mindset, you'll be fine. Mike, you mentioned uh, you know taking care of the football and how important that is, regardless of the weather when it gets to this time of year and the and the uh, the margins for error, the the differentials between the teams just so small in many cases. How much of a concern do you think that is for the Chiefs? Again, regardless of the weather, just the fact that Patrick Mahomes has been his it. usual risk-taking self, maybe even a little <laughs> bit more, and on top of that, he doesn't have receivers to to bail him out very often. No, he doesn't. Um, they may go to the run game a little bit more also because you think about Miami; both their defensive ends are out. So you might want to run the ball a little bit more. The other thing is when you look at what's going on with the team as a whole, they they don't have enough guys who can catch it. And so they're going to have to be very creative. And I'm wondering, is anybody thinking about the fact that Eric Bieniemy's absence has had a lot to do with the fact that this team has been inconsistent offensively? Wait, are you, are you making some sort of charge against Matt Nagy? <laughs> well, you know what? If the shoe fits, wear it. Bro, thank you. Just try saying. telling you, try Just telling saying. you people, Matt Nagy. Anyway, hey, Chiefs game tomorrow here on KMOX. You can listen to it. Both playoff games tomorrow you can listen to right here on KMOX. So as we uh, started off, you are in Springfield with the Cardinals caravan. Winter warm-up happens this weekend starting tomorrow at Bush Stadium and um, at uh, at Ballpark Village. Uh, Tom Ackerman and I are going to be there on Monday from 10 to 1. Um, so with this happening, we also got yesterday, Claves word of a bunch of um, arbitration-eligible players signing. So that kind of helps set the, the, the payroll a little bit here with the possibility of maybe something happening over the next few weeks. Do you think we will see an additional move before spring training starts? Probably will. I don't know how, how significant, how big it's going to be because, you know, and basically those contracts were done, um, you know, they, they're really not uh, budget busters, more or less. I mean, those are just contracts that um, they were going to have to do anyway. Uh, but, I, you know, this team isn't finished yet, I don't think. You know, they'll go into spring training and, and get a look at some people, and if they need to go out and get somebody, they will. There's a lot of good players that are still without jobs right now, so I think we just have to stand by and see what happens. I know that there have been um, some rumors that maybe the Cardinals have interest in, in Dylan Cease, the starter from 
The White Sox, who has drawn interest from other teams, and I know the Cardinals have already done a lot of rotation work during the offseason. Do you think they'd go big like that? No. I think they need to show up the bullpen at this point. Uh, That's the most important thing. They've got to tighten that bullpen up because you can go out and get Dylan Cease or Matt Dillon or anybody else. It doesn't make a difference if your bullpen is not going to be solid. And last year we saw firsthand that it wasn't, and uh, they got to shore it up. Mike, I saw the list of uh, of guys who are going to arbitration hearings because they haven't been able to agree. Uh, just one Cardinal on the list, uh, Tommy Edmond. But to your point about how some of these deals aren't budget busters, you know, the gap between Tommy Edmond and the Cardinals, it's far from the smallest on the 23-player list uh, that was initially released. I think it's down to 22 now because Devin Williams and the Brewers found a, a settlement. Uh, but it, it's only a $450,000 gap. The Cardinals filed at $6.5 million and Tommy Edmond at $6.95 million. Why do you think teams, especially bearing in mind, say, how ugly it got between the Brewers and Corbin Burns last offseason, why do you think teams continue to go to these arbitration hearings that can be contentious and uh, you know can end up with players' feelings getting hurt over what is, in the grand scheme of things, really small amounts of money? Well, in most cases, they get it resolved. I mean, the Cardinals have had one, I think they've lost one arbitration hearing in like 20 years. Um, and most of the time they get it right, but you're right. Uh, it can guys can take it personal. I remember there was a guy that Cardinals went in arbitration with many years ago, and uh, he thought all was good until he got in the room and heard what they said about him. He never spoke to that general manager again. Yeah. That, so I mean, yeah. it, it's a it's a roll of the dice, but most of the time you end up splitting the difference. Yeah, that, as far as the, the gap, and I, I'm sure that Cardinals and Tommy Edmonds people will continue to talk, and they'll get it figured out. It's it's always that is the the process has always been fascinating to me that they that the player has to be there, and and listen to it, um, or it used to be. Is it different now, Claves? Or, or does, yeah, yeah, you have to be there. You still do have to be there. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they can't just let the representation be there and do Maybe it. Major League Baseball likes the T, Ron. Doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. So uh, what's what's next, Claves? Uh, I'm about to walk in here and do this fan fest with okay. the folks here in Springfield. And okay. uh, then we go on to, I think, oh, we're going to be here through the evening because they got a big basketball tournament. We're going to go and check out later. And then tomorrow we're in Rolla and Joplin and back home on Saturday night, back at the ballpark. I'll be over at the uh, ballpark village on uh, Sunday, Sunday morning. So we'll have some fun over there before we head south. Tell Missouri State I said hello. I'll pass it on to him. You guys have a good one. Mike Claiborne with us here on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. It is winter warm-up weekend. It gets started tomorrow. As I mentioned, Tom Ackerman and I on Monday from 10 until 1 will be at Ballpark Village. A list of Cardinals uh, dignitaries and players coming through. So that'll be a, a really good time. We have, for the final time this week, a pair of tickets to give away to see Billy Joel and Sting. September 27th at Bush Stadium. Before the show is over today, we will give those ducats away to a lucky listener. And we'll tell you when. you got to be listening for your chance to win on KMOX. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.